hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I am Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean McCool, who is uh, Oso McCool. Oso McCool. I need to start using that. Uh, got it on the screen. I just got to get in the habit of saying it. The beard is getting thicker and thicker. I love it. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm liking it. It's a good look. It's a really it's, good look. It's actually growing slower than I thought it would. So, um, I mean, it's been since first of November. I haven't shaved it at all. Yeah, I've trimmed a little on the sides, but that's about it. So yeah, it's it's getting there. Figure this time next year I'll be good to go. <laughs> you'll be yeah, uh, you'll I'll be, be playoff a, ready. Yeah, exactly. So I almost be like a Zen master, you know? It's like that's what I'm, long... that's kind of the thing I'm going for. I want to yeah. be the that Zen master. Yeah, you know, guru on the mountain. Sure, that's it. You got so, it going. Uh, yeah. Well, the, speaking of uh, the Zen Master, we're going to be talking today about respect. What is that? R E S P E C T. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we're, six magic phrases that persuade and inspire respect. Um, interesting article that you shared, and yeah. we'll get into that. We're going to dig into that from uh, Ink Magazine, and then we're also going to get into some of this latest stuff. AI and um, what is it? Chat uh, GPT that has yeah. been blowing up the last two weeks sure. um, around the interwebs. So we'll, we'll look at that. Well, I'll, I've got an interesting mix of people because of my copy background and my coaching and entrepreneurial people I've worked with. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of conversation in my feed on Facebook, um, especially <laughs> a lot of longer conversations mm-hmm. about the fears, the excitement, the, it's yeah. not that good. It's amazing. Like it's a, it's incredible to breath, but what's really cool, I think is how much conversation it's starting around this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> at least in my corner of the internet, it's like people are discussing and actually trying to figure stuff out mm-hmm. um, and where this is going to go and that kind of thing, as opposed to, you know, just, taking sides. I mean, they're taking sides, but it's a, it's seems much more civil. Yeah. It's early. It's early. So they're discussing, you know, they have probably a little too early to really just jump on a side completely because you really haven't seen this play out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is the first step. You know, we had, was it probably six months ago, a year ago, we had somebody on the show that had a, had a similar software. We've, we've talked about Jasper and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but this is like half a version better yeah and it's leading the way for the for our chat i think gpt4 is going to come out sometime first quarter of next year which is supposed to be a huge leap forward and then when you consider that this version that everybody's been playing with is a scaled down version as far as the amount of information it has to work with right once you factor all those things in it's pretty impressive in my opinion but we'll play with it live um on air here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give it some yeah. prompts and Get see some what it live does. interaction here on the show. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be fun. We'll see, you know, could we use it for, uh, some stuff that you do in your work? And, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. But before we get into that, we need to get liquored up. Um, <laughs> at least you do. Um, so you're going straight to the hard stuff today. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm having a um, I'm I'm breaking off a breaking away from the the brewski today, and having a little um, 
a little slow and low coffee old fashioned. Um, this is let me pull this up here. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Um, this is uh, this should be interesting. I've not. I've just picked this up. Um, never so this had this. Actual, I'm not. I'm not used to this flavored type. These flavored type. Yeah, so whiskeys. is this like the old fashioned cocktail with coffee? So it's a little. It's actually three things. It's like. Well, that's that's what I. Um, that's what that, you're guessing. That's what I'm guessing because I love an old fashioned. Um, yeah, because I've bought the old fashioned pre mixed mm-hmm. in the bottle like this before. Yeah, so this is slow and low. Mm-hmm. Got the coffee in it. Yep. So yeah, that should be interesting to to hear that how that goes. It so. says uh, old fashioned. Let's see the slow and low coffee. Coffee old fashioned is inspired by the classic New Orleans after dinner drink, little cafe brulee, uh, straight rye whiskey, intelligentsia. Uh, coffee, raw, raw honey, uh, huh? demerara. What is that? I don't know. You got some um, some bitters, demerol orange in it? peel. Yeah, so demerol in it. <laughs> a little demerol. <laughs> I've never put that in my uh, my old fashioned. I don't know about you, Sean, but um, no. so yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got all of the key ingredients. You know, the bitters, the orange peel, so all the key ingredients of a good old fashioned. So. Uh, yeah, I'm we just not sure how that make, how that works with coffee. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's that's the wild card. By the way, this segment of the show is sponsored by the craft, the, the original yes craft beer club. The the guys the original. And uh, if you're looking for a last minute Christmas gift, it might be the thing to do. You can go to persuasionbythepint.com slash craft beer. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to this page you see. Um, and I was looking through it, and he hit the old give a gift button when you land on that page right and you have the option of sending you can do an ongoing until you want to cancel until they're off your nice list yeah um you can do two shipments three shipments four (coughs) shipments six or 12 um as a gift look at that and so yeah it's pretty cool it's the gift that just keeps on giving, depending on what, right. you, what you buy. You know, if it's a one-off, it's just, yeah. it's a one and done. But uh, yeah. I've given these in the past. These are great uh, gifts to your clients. Obviously, you want to check to make sure they're, <laughs> they are beer connoisseurs first. Um, yes. But I used, to have, I used to have a client that would just love this that um he was a beer connoisseur did the untapped rating used the app you know he was like one of these scorekeepers in terms of every new beer that you know he got a hold of it was just like another rating or another score it's a little hobby for some people you know absolutely just want to make sure like you said you want to make sure they're not on the uh abstinence train on in 2023 before you (laughs) that's right before you send that over but um, so yeah, so yeah, keep that in mind. It's persuasionbythepint.com slash craft beer. Craft beer. Take you right to that page. And uh, if you buy something, we'll, we'll get like 15 cents for when you buy it. So, <laughs> By the way, this smells amazing. So if it's, uh, if it tastes. It's hard to screw up the smell of coffee. Oh, I know. I mean, I mean, let's be real. If it tastes anything like, like what it smells, then I think we're going to, we're, we're in for some good things. All right. Well, let me uh, let me pull mine up so you can. All right. Get to it. Here's I've got from Hoppin' Frog. I've got a barrel aged frosted frog Christmas ale. Ooh. So all their stuff is frog related at the Hoppin' Frog. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is their seasonal 
blend. It's the essence of Christmas is deliciously transposed onto your palate. Loads of cinnamon, ginger, and nutmeg are perfectly balanced with rich malt flavors. The bourbon barrel aging adds a deep complexity, creating the ultimate Christmas experience. Celebrate the holidays as you savor this special seasonal offering. Back to you, Pat. It's like a Wheel of Fortune read. <laughs> exactly. That looks good. So you got this at AT, is it AT? This, uh, no, this was at Total Wine. To- okay. Actually. Okay, Total yep. Wine. Gotcha. Yeah, here's the, here's the can. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a single or a four pack? This was a single. They okay. had them single, so that was nice. Okay, good deal. And it's an ale, so it's uh, but it's a deep ale. Like mm. you can see the colors. Oh yeah, nice, nice. And deep. Almost like a Scotch ale. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's more like a Scotch ale. That would be good. So, all right, well, all right. Let's, well, cheers. Let's find oh, out. Mine's eight point six. Yours is like forty percent. So that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna be cheers. pouring maybe two of these. Mm. Ooh, that's good. Mine is malty. It definitely has more of a scotch ale. <clears throat> as soon as I saw the color, I was like, oh, this looks like a scotch ale. It tastes like a scotch ale. Very flavorful. I think the nutmeg is kind of the strongest thing. Mm-hmm. And the malt. So it's kind of the mix of the malt and then the nutmeg. And then a little bit of bourbon finish with the uh, kind of the punch. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um, we'll see how it continues to develop, but <clears throat> go ahead and give your score while I think about mine. Uh, I'm going to give this one a solid four eight. It's really good. Right. Um, probably would get even higher um, if I had it on the rocks, which is what I mm. normally would drink this on is the yeah. rocks, which my I always get made fun of, but that's okay. It's just that's how I roll. I like yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I like I my bourbon. Like, I like my whiskeys on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I might Usually like a, one big rock. I got the, yeah, you know, the exactly. round rock. The craft ice. Yeah. You can yeah. get it. Yeah. Do you yeah. have like one of the craft ice makers? I got like the, the uh, silicone molds. I've got the molds that, that yeah. do the, uh, the round uh, ice. Yeah, that does make a difference. It keeps it from watering down as mm-hmm. fast. No, it's fantastic. It fits perfectly fits in the glass. So you just like, you yep. can spin that bad boy. Once you set it in, you spin it like a mm-hmm. little. Like a little, a little cue fidget, ball. Yeah. Fidget spinner. <laughs> and then right. you just pour your bourbon right around that. And especially if you're making, you know, if you're making an old fashioned, it's the perfect thing to, to go with. You yeah, put pour that everything little, over it. Yeah. Put that little, uh, you, you know, if you're, if you're careful, you, you put that, that beautiful slice of uh, orange peel just right around the edge of that, mm. that, uh, that. So classy. <laughs> so classy. <laughs> But no, this was uh, this is definitely a four seven. It's got a nice you can you can you can taste the coffee. It's got a nice balance, the sweetness with the coffee, mm. um, and Makes you sense. get a little bit of the uh, you know the citrusy with the orange peel after. So I I like it. It's a nice combination. Nice. Very cool. Definitely I'm good. I, I, and this is the first time I even noticed it on a shelf. Well, I just saw this. It stuck out to me, and I said something different i'm gonna try this <clears throat> yeah all right good move i'm gonna give mine a 4.0 i think it's okay. good but not great yeah. um, but it's solid um 
And like I said, it, I would, it leans more towards a Scotch ale mm-hmm. kind of taste to me. If you're not familiar with bourbon or the barrel aged. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my rating four. Four on the dot. I will give a little, um, I'm, I'm going to go back on mine and I will say that my rating is based off the fact that if you don't like an old fashioned, I think that's, you know, that's oh, yeah. my rating. That's not right. what, um, you know, somebody else that's not a fan of bourbon or whiskey, um, yeah. or any of the mixed drinks, like an old fashioned, you may not like this, but if you're yeah. a fan of a good old fashioned, I coffee. think you would really, and coffee, I think you'd really love this. Yeah. I'm a fan of both of us. So I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, I'm glad you cleared that up because I know our ratings carry a lot of weight out there. In the <laughs> they do. You know, so, we, we could face some, probably some we, serious I mean, we, legal we action. Markets. We, <laughs> we, we move markets around here for sure. That's right. I We've mean, gotten calls, you know, it's like, <laughs> Hey guys, settle down. Easy. Our sales dropped last quarter because you gave us a three. And, you know, that's why we never officially put our rating on the show page. Just so we can like, what? Wait, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Plausible deniability. <laughs> Always. So, all right, well, let's talk about respect. Absolutely. So, uh, I was scrolling through the old Googles on my yeah. phone and, you know, it's got the feed that has all these different types of articles based on the type of articles I click on, Georgia mm-hmm. stuff, Bulldog mm-hmm. stuff, and then all this persuasion, <laughs> psychology stuff, all kinds of weird stuff mixed in. Um, and, uh, I thought this was pretty good. Um, cause I, I agree. I, when I've, you know, when I write copy, when I talk to people in coaching, um, you know, a lot of people think, Oh, what are the, what do people want in life? You know, right. they want money, they want love, they want security, they want purpose, but respect is right up there with all of those. Sure if not higher than a lot of those, a lot of, especially men really want respect. Bingo. Yeah, um, exactly. Obviously a woman wrote the song respect or sang the song respect. So I guess women want respect too. So <laughs> I don't want to get canceled, but that's uh it seems to be a, a big deal. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to talk about respect and how to get it. And there's basically three basic understandings that these phrases, this language that we're going to talk about is based off of. And number one is people respect people who demonstrate self-respect. Self-respect. Yeah, exactly. So you got to, and there's a certain language pattern that you can use to, for that to show up. Mm-hmm. People are less likely to disrespect people who respect them. Right. right. So if Jonathan, if you're talking to me and I can sense by your language that you respect me, I'm less likely to disrespect you. Sure. Classic reciprocity, right? Yep. Absolutely. And then number three, we communicate our respect for ourselves <laughs> and others predominantly by the language we use. Oh, so, so true. that's, that's what we're going to. So unpack. true. And this works so well. I mean, if you go, when we unpack these, you can apply situations in conversations, not only with your, the people that you are uh, friends, family, you know, people get Mm -hmm. together during the holidays. Um, They have conversations, all sorts of things can go one way or another based on the kind of language that you use. And then, um, but also, you know, from a business standpoint, you get into negotiation. Um, Yeah. And and this is where really uh, a lot of this, you know, it's all about some of this is about taking the higher ground, um, so to speak, and yeah. positioning. 
And I tell you, man, this is this stuff is really good from a positioning standpoint when you're talking to people. Um, but it, I mean, it's, it's also not a, uh, it's not a gimmick, you know, it's just, these are principles and it works. Um, well, what I liked about this article is the way they broke these down. Um, sometimes when you get into these type of articles, the language can be a little tough to pull off. Sure. It feels a little forced. It feels like if you've ever watched like a, a good rom-com and the couple has been to couples therapy and they're using the therapy words and the therapy phrases and it comes off just very like, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it's in the rom-com for a reason. It sounds weird right. and funny, right? right? I thought they did a good job with some of the examples in this article of making it sound just, I mean, very interactive, the way you would say it, mm-hmm. um, which means you're more likely to use it. Sure. You know, so yeah. So uh, maybe we can even ask the old chat GPT, uh, <laughs> the top top couple phrases. We'll do that afterwards um, on respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so remind me to ask, chat yes. about respect respect so. absolutely so, all right so what's number one like what's the uh what's the first for, for uh, the six phrases that we can use to uh garner a little more respect all right so first is <clears throat> and we think of any negotiation situation um in so many instances one party you know in a conversation simply decides to go along with the other person what the other person suggests Um, but, uh, emotionally intelligent people understand that there's rarely a downside to asking for something in return. So I think that's a big mistake that most people make in any negotiation setting is not making conditions or not, you know, asking what they need. Right. Yeah. And here's an example. Number one, I can do what you ask on condition that we blank. Right. And so uh, you're giving them, you know, you're giving them a condition. We talk, we've talked about in the past, you know, one of the most powerful words in the English, English, English language is the word because. Yeah. Um, so this is another way of asking, you know, what your conditions are on the condition that we do this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we ne- might need to back that up with it because, but yeah. we always need to in order to garner respect from the other party in a negotiation situation, we've got to, everybody wants to save face. So one of the ways that you're saving face, even if you don't need it, you need to come away with something, right? Yeah. <laughs> some people may not, uh, and some people are afraid to ask, but you don't get the respect or you don't garner the position in the negotiation unless you ask for that or may not ask for it, actually make a condition. Now, on the condition. And what this does is it kind of, you know, when you're in a negotiation position or sales or, you know, just negotiating with a family member, or, you know, your spouse, whatever, teenagers even, mm-hmm. it gives them, it makes them feel good. It feels like they got respect, right? Because they, they got what they wanted. You're just, but you're kind of turning around and, and adding a requirement so mm-hmm. that that respect kind of stays level, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they can feel like they got you even yeah. if they're not consciously aware of it. <clears throat> so it's just kind of put you back on that level with them. Right? right. So a couple of examples that they gave. Um, and if you understand the law, you know, the, the reciprocity law of reciprocity, yeah. that's really if, what this is. It, it's really what this is. I mean, if, if you really understand the, the, the law of reciprocity and influence, then you understand that this hat, this will work because 
by nature, I mean, people want to re- respond or repay. Um, I think this is great for teenagers too. I mean, mm-hmm. you get teenagers, but like, oh, I um, use it for my my youngest all the time. My oldest sometimes, but it works for my oldest all the time because he's he's very demanding. He's a classic negotiator. Yeah, he will push. He's type A. He will push, push, push. So, what's an example of how you would use this with him? Um, so situation he wants to, um, uh, I'm trying to think. So car, the car, go to, yeah, sometimes I'm trying to think of a a recent situation where he has, um, he's been, so he has a curfew on the weekend Mm -hmm. of 11 o'clock. Um, but there's been times where he's been with some friends and he calls ahead of time. Um, and one, I think one situation in particular, um, was just a few weeks ago. He was over at some friends that we knew of. Um, and he was going to be a little bit later. He texted me and said, we're just finishing up. They were playing some kind of card game. And he said, we're, we've got one more round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay. So he called, he, you know, I said, here's the deal. As long as you uh, text me, at the moment that you're leaving, then I'll let you, I'll give you an extra 30 minutes or something like that. So, you know, I had to have a condition. I had, you know, I, right. I, it was all right with me, but I had to have something in return. And he was like, okay, right. I will, you know, so he, otherwise next time he pushes a little further, a little right. further, a little further. Exactly. Next thing you know, it's 3am. So yeah. I gave him an extra 30 minutes on the condition that he texted me, you know, when he was leaving, just so I knew, you know, when he was right, so you maintain heading. control in right. the situation, ultimate exactly. control. Yeah, and um, so yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. Um, one of the examples they gave in the article is, you know, I'm happy to help you with your chore this afternoon, but I'll need you to do the same for me tomorrow. Right. You know, you can see that work in a lot of situations at you know in the workplace. Yep. Hey, I'm happy to help you. You know, with this report, but, but I'm going to need your help next Friday. Sure. On this, you know. Sure. Why not? Absolutely. Now, whether that person follows through, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Right. Um, another good example they used was, um, yeah, I can go with you, but can we pick up my friend too? Right. Sure. Or, Hey, I'm happy to, um, take you to, I remember when I was in the military, when in the military, you know, it was always, most guys didn't have a car. A few did. Mm-hmm. So like whoever had the car, there was this, we had this thing, you fly, I buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, yeah. That's right. So whoever had the car would would drive, yep. and then whoever was getting the ride would buy that person who was driving a meal. Absolutely. Yeah. That was just, that was that was the phrase for it, you fly, I buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody knew what that meant, but that was a sign of mutual respect. Like, right. hey, I know you've got a car that I don't have. Right. I'm willing, I know that's a problem. I mean, like, I know the value of that. So I'm going to buy your meal if you'll take me to get one. Sure. Yeah. Um, just, you know, classic respect. Yep. Absolutely. And from a more business standpoint, um, they gave a good like customer service example. And and I remember this when I did in-home sales, <clears throat> I'll never forget this one time I was doing in-home sales. I did my whole presentation. I threw out my price, like all this stuff. And then this guy like leaves the room and he comes back in with a coupon. <laughs> And he'd already haggled me down. Like he'd gotten me like he won, you know, and then he comes in and pulls out the coupon and I'm like, crap. (laughs) Cause you've already got, you've already taken so much, so much meat off the bone there. So it was like, you left just enough 
you know. Yeah. So basically we were, we were working for free at that point, <laughs> you know, for cost. And, right. oh man. And I didn't know that, you know, some of these things then this was 15, 20 years ago, almost. Right. Um, right. And like, you know, but it's like the, the example in the article was sure we can honor that coupon, but we'll need to schedule your service on one mm-hmm. of these days. Like I could have said something like, sure, we can honor that coupon, but we're going to need to schedule you out, you know, three months. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I've already agreed to the price. So it was hard to go back on that. Mm-hmm. But I could have done something with production and, and pushed it back and then let him decide if it was worth the wait or if he'd pay the regular price right. or, you know, and go ahead and move forward. Yep. Um, but I didn't have those skills at that point. So we mm-hmm. lost, we did not do well on that, that <laughs> job. So because that was a construction industry. So yep. margins are already ridiculously tight. Oh, absolutely. You know, one mistake and that's right. Screw everything up. Yep. So it was, it was tough. Um, so, um, and this guy knew what he was doing, breaking out the coupon. After. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. He had it he, all. He worked me out. over good. That was a, that was a, that was a really good sales call from the standpoint that I learned a lot on that yeah. call. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of those, that's uh, of I remember taking the contract back to my dad and he was excited until I told him the details, he's like, oh. <laughs> so we can't, uh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we ended up doing it, but I, it, the whole job ended up being, of course that was a red flag too, right? When sure. somebody does that to you Yeah. and the whole job ended up being kind of a disaster, but yeah, well, yeah. um, live and learn. That's it was right. a cash flow. It was a cash flow job at that point. Sure. And sometimes right, so that's moving what you on. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on number two, <laughs> Uh, thank you for X or blank, but I'd like to do blank or Y instead. So, yeah. boy, this is tough for some people because, I mean, really, you have to really have, um, you know, you have to, uh, some people, I know that some people would be uncomfortable, you know, saying this and they're, because I, I think they're more of uh, from an, if I were to think from an Enneagram standpoint, I know because oh, yeah. I've got these people pegged easily, you know, and yeah. I know like, like nines, especially for nines, like nines. Yeah. Um, cause my, my youngest son's a more, I think he's more of a nine. He may be a little mixture of a five and a nine, but yeah. um, there are aspects of nine that he would feel uncomfortable, uh, you know, some people yeah, just like to be very polite and saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're any type of people pleaser, this one's going to be hard for you. Yeah. But if you can learn to do it, it'll be really powerful and to really help your own self-esteem and help you get the respect right. that, that you yep. want. Yep. Because the only reason you're people pleasing is because you want the respect mm-hmm. and you think that's what's going to get it, but it's actually the opposite. It's standing up for yourself that will create the respect. Right. And the key though but, in this is to say, um, because you can't, you can do this in a polite way of like saying yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You, it, so you can say thank you for the, for offering this, but I would like to do mm-hmm. this instead. And um, it's subtle, a politeness, kind of that subtle aspect of politeness. Um, but you're acknowledging, you know, thank you. You know, you're acknowledging their effort by saying thank you. But it's okay, you know, from that point on that you've acknowledged their effort to offer a solution. You're not, you know, thank you, but you want to move in a different direction. So, yeah, and it could be as simple, something as simple as, you know, just to give this some, some real world things. So let's say somebody says, um, hey, why don't we 
go grab uh go grab a burger at you know hardy's wherever mm-hmm. you know yeah and you're like i don't really feel like hardy's you know but i do i, I would like to go out and spend some time with with the person <laughs> but yeah. hardy's isn't really my thing right so it's like so what do you say well you say hey thanks for offering to take me hardy's i'd like to and you could say to soften a little bit you could say would it be okay if we went to Wendy's instead? Yeah. Right. Or we went to Taco Bell or we went to Chick-fil-A or wherever mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. Right. As long as it's kind of comparable, most people are going to be okay. Or worst case, you start a little bit of a, of a negotiation process and a, a kind of a back and forth until you find the medium right ground. And that's really what this is. It's like, okay, that doesn't fit for you, but, you have to say thank you and you have to offer a suggestion. You can't just leave it. Yeah. Out. That's the important that's thing. Offer a suggestion because yeah. you can't just be the snotty person that says, thanks, Ooh, yeah. but I don't do that. Like, yeah. Like we were watching. Oh, the, I'm uh, vegan. <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, I can't do hard even vegan. It's like but we were no. watching. Yeah. We were watching the movie. Um, I'm my boys and I last night, we stayed up and watched the movie planes, trains and automobiles with, um, uh, <laughs> Steve Martin. And it's a great movies. holiday movie, even though it's a Thanksgiving, yeah. it's a, it's a fantastic yeah. holiday movie. But he says, you know, when they're at the airport and the, they first meet, he says, you know, he, they're introducing themselves and he, you know, John Candy realizes he had taken his, um, he'd taken his taxi cab, uh, real, not realizing he, it, he had paid for it, but, yeah. um, he said, let, you know, let me make up for it. Let me, you know, let me buy you a hot dog or, you know, <laughs> let me buy you a drink and a hot dog or something like that. Yeah. And he goes, you know, it's funny because Steve Martin's character, he goes, thanks, but I really, I'm really careful about what I eat. <laughs> so that's not how you would, that's yeah. not exactly how you would approach that. Cause that's more of a condescending. Exactly. Uh, it, it's like, you're just so kind of dismissing not, them. You're, right. You're not giving them respect. Right. And, and the whole point of these six things is that you got to give respect to get respect. Exactly. Right. And then you have a little, and, and you stand your ground. It's a combination of standing your ground for what you want giving them respect, acknowledging what they want and having that adult, yep. adult relationship instead of one exactly. person domineering the other. Yeah. That's really what exactly. this is about. Right. So number three is I only have a minute, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, I thought this was interesting because they said it came out of like the dating, you know, niche, like the dating courses and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but what it does is, it kind of sets the tone um, that you and, respect your time. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, I've got, I've got time. I'm busy. Um, so if, let's say, you know, especially in workplaces um, or even if somebody, you know, hits you on a chat or mm-hmm. messenger or whatever, like with all our work from home stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, um, you know, I only have a minute, but mm-hmm. I'd be willing to give you uh, a, I'd be willing to give you, I only have a minute right now, but I'd be willing to give you 15 minutes mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Right. You know, or this afternoon or something like that. So you're just keeping control. A lot of, when I was reading this too, I, I automatically thought about, um, <clears throat> pitch, uh, what was it? Pitch anything or. Oh the, yeah. 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 Right. Warren or whoever that is. Um, yes. Orin, Orin, uh, Hatch. Is it yes, Orin Hatch? I believe Orin Hatch. Something like that. That sounds like that a, right? a Senator Orin Hatch. Oh, that is, that is the center. <laughs> we just lost respect from our audience. 
No, it's Oren. It is Oren, though, but I forget the yeah, guy's last name. Yeah. But anyway, it's Pitch Anything, I think, is the book. Yes. Yep. It was popular like five years ago. It was super popular. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little less than that. Cause I think we've covered on the show at least once. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah. But it's kind of that, that you know. It's like Claff, Oren Claff or something like that. Claff, there it is. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. He uses that example a lot. And I love this yeah. because, and this is another one that people that are people pleasers, another area where, you know, people have an issue or have a problem um, just because they're afraid to use this. But this is, this actually, people respect you more when you set boundaries on your time, right? Yeah. I mean, um, this is also a good ice. The reason it was in the dating niche is because you can use it as an icebreaker, right? So absolutely. you can go up to somebody and be like, hey, uh, excuse me. Um, I only have a minute, but I just wanted to let you know, uh, whatever, like whatever yeah. your compliment or whatever sure. your thing yeah. is. And then you, you can just walk away. Oh yeah. Right? It's like, absolutely. You're kind of putting off this, a little bit of air of superiority, but at the same yes. time trying to be friendly. Absolutely. It's oh, this bad. works well in sales negotiation. I mean, sales all the time uh, is like you reach out to somebody, listen, I only have a minute, but if you've got, you know, um, but if you'd like, you know, if you're trying to ask for their time, sometimes mm-hmm. you want to set the, uh, you want to set their understanding that you only have so much time too. I'm right? busier than you are, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't have a lot of time, but I have, have even less time than you. <laughs> exactly. <okay? laughs> That's right. The badge of busy. <laughs> Wear it proudly. Um, and, and sometimes I, I, I use a reverse um, aspect of that to make people feel important. Mm-hmm. And, and you can do that and also make yourself. For still, example, give me an example of that. Um, hi, Sean. I realize your time, you know, you're, you're pretty busy. Um, this is a busy time of year for you. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you've got a million things going right now, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. but I've got, you know, I've got a few minutes. If you have maybe a couple of minutes too, um, this is, there's something really quick I'd like to share with you, you know, that I think may be able to help you. Um, and usually I make an out, you know, in that sales process, if he doesn't have a minute, I'll make an out. Like if you don't have time now, um, we're, you know, where can you find time? Where do you think you can find time, you know, later this week or later in the day today? Right. Yeah. So. And like you said, what you're doing is you're acknowledging you're, you're respecting them first, which is what we said at the top yes. of this right. kind of article Yeah, is that you're, you're respecting them first mm-hmm. so that they will reciprocate and be like, well, he was kind enough to, he knows I'm busy. Right. He's just doing his job. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, once you acknowledge that they're busy and you, un- and you understand that they're interrupting my buddy RC, you know, one time he, his cold call script, he used to do a lot of cold calling. Yeah. And one of the phrases he gave me one time was, he said, if you ever want to cold call people use this, he said, Hey, you don't know me, but this, and this is a cold call. <laughs> like that's your first words out of the gate. This is a cold you call. don't know yeah. me. And this is a cold call. Right. But here's what's going on. Well, pattern interruption. There you go. I mean, yeah, it's like, like okay, yeah, he knows that I know that this goal call and like, you know, it kind of levels the playing field mm-hmm. really quick. And the honesty and all that stuff that comes through the authenticity of that sure. is, is refreshing for most yeah. people. Yeah. So, so that's a good one. Um, here's another one that could be tough for mm-hmm. the people pleasers, the uh, the nines on the Enneagram. Um, 
I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. Whew. That's, no one likes to that's say be, that, especially yeah, in a be, crowd, right? <laughs> so after I read this article, I practiced it. I tell you, a good place to practice this actually is on social media. Yeah. Yeah. In the comments. <laughs> like if you can I learn, feel like there's a lot of that <laughs> social yeah. media already. But if you can do it with respect, sure, it's yeah. a good place to practice because you've got a little time where you can kind of craft your words mm-hmm. and you can use these phrases to kind of practice and you'll notice if you do this on social media and things like that, you'll notice that you don't die or you don't blow up or you don't explode. Like mm-hmm. people actually are, are fine with you disagreeing right at the end of the day. Like you'll get a few crazies out there, obviously that, you know, depend on the topic, but if you do it the way we're talking about, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I practiced this like soon as after I read this article, I was, actually in the AI conversation, there's a lot of back and forth and I, w- I would read somebody's thing and I would be like, I disagree <laughs> period. And then I would give my, my sure. statement. Right. So that, you know, and you know, I may say I agree or I would say like, I agree with this, but I disagree with this, this, and this. Right. right? So I might find two points I agree with and then mm-hmm. three points I disagree with. And it, it just shows that you're willing to stand your ground in the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. And people will respect that even if they still disagree. The point of it, and here's the thing important. You're not saying I disagree to change their mind. Mm -mm. No. You're saying I disagree to show that you respect yourself. Sure. That's really the point of this, Mm -hmm. right? Because remember when we talked at the top of the, the, the article, it's like one of the things you want to do, we communicate our respect for ourselves and others predominantly by the language we use. And people are less likely to disrespect people who respect them, themselves, right. show their own self-respect. So that's really what this is about. You're saying, I disagree. Yeah. And then the, what you follow up is obviously very important. How you follow that up is important. Yep. Um, but people actually value people who are willing to, to stand, because so few people are willing to do that. Absolutely. That when you, when you say, I disagree, period, and then pause. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know this, Jonathan, like if, so, if somebody's in a boardroom and they kind of misconstrue your words or they say something that's not quite true. Yep. If you don't speak up, it's going to affect that relationship from there on. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to step in and be like, I disagree. That's, that's mm-hmm. not, or that's, that's actually not accurate. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Right. Or let me tell you what I found, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, uh, so there's a lot of ways you can go after I disagree. Yeah. Always um, important to give the reason and not just disagree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then that just makes the, you a little cantankerous uh, person that. Yeah. You, you know. can't just leave it there. You can, you can have a nice effective pause. Yeah. And I think that's even more powerful if you yeah. have a pause. I disagree. And then like, you know, let that kind of sink and in. Let me tell you, yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> and let me tell you why. Yep. You know, and then you can do the feel felt found. You can do mm-hmm. a lot of other things, but, yeah. um, you know, it's like he, there's a good phrase in this. Um, it says, let's see. Disagreeing is sometimes about articulating and expending your opposition while recognizing that sometimes you want to go along with the things you disagree with anyway. So sometimes you may be willing to, to go along with what they're saying, but you still need to say, I disagree with this, um, this plan of action. Right. 
but I'm committed to what the team is committed to and I will carry forward, but I want to be on the record. Say, I disagree with this. Yeah. So if you're in a more corporate environment, it's a great way to, to go ahead and, and say, I'll say, look, I disagree. I don't think this is the best path. Mm-hmm. Here's why right. I don't really have a better solution and I'm willing to commit to whatever the team agrees to, but I just want to, want everyone to know I, dis- I disagree. Just want to throw that out and make sure everybody knows I'm not on board. <laughs> yeah. So when this thing <laughs> hits a wall. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, and people will respect that. They'll remember that when things go crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you tried everything and nothing worked. And they're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan said he disagreed and this wasn't going to work. But right. we didn't listen. So, so then next time it comes around. Now they're going to want your opinion ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this stuff is not just for any given conversation. This is to, because respect is not a transactional thing. Mm-hmm. Respect is a relational thing, right? Yeah, we don't no doubt. really, we don't really care about respect if it's a one-off transaction, sure. like, you know, we'd like it, but uh, whatever, like it's not going to change our life. But if we're in an ongoing relationship with somebody or want to be, then respect matters. Right. Yep. All right, number five. Here's the plan, right? Yeah. Here's the plan. So I love this because, I mean, people, especially type, you know, I know type A people, but this is a very persuasive phrase for a lot of people. Um, you know, if you're in a situation, especially with a group of people, uh, you know, here's the plan. People kind of gravitate uh, people with, you know, people with emo- high emotional intelligence understand that people are always looking for a leader, right? Yep. And so, especially if you're in a group of people, most people, most of the people are not in a group setting or not leaders by nature. So they're going to gravitate to the person who has a plan, even if it's not a great plan. If you say you have a plan, um, people will follow you, right? Yeah. Or at least (laughs) hear you out. Just, yeah, exactly. And it's got to be, um, right. They'll hear, hear you out and it's got to be somewhat, um, legitimate. I mean, it's got to be a decent plan of action, but say you're in the middle of a, uh, you know, I I think of the the first situation that comes to mind, if you're in the middle of a car or you're driving along and there's a car wreck in front of you, you get out, there's a lot of people on the scene, you know, there's people that are injured, you know, maybe it's yeah. a two car wreck, two pe- two vehicles are involved. People are standing around panicked and someone says, here's the plan, right? Uh, you, someone, you, you, you call 911. You, yeah, you exactly. You gra- Yeah, you get on 911. Um, you grow up, if you've got a uh, tourniquet or something like that, or some, something that you can find in your vehicle that will help uh, tie off this wound, I need you to grab that. Um, you do this, you know, you start giving, you know, here's what we're going to do. And people will naturally jump to it. You know, people aren't going to argue in a situation like that because they're looking for like, they got to do something. Right. So, um, now if you say, here's the plan, we're all just going to go back to our vehicles and pretend like nothing has happened and just go about our, (laughs) that people are not going to tell anybody, (laughs) we're not going to tell anybody this happened. Right. No pictures, (laughs) no reels. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a good plan, and people are just yeah. going to say you're an idiot. Uh, so you have to be somewhat, um, you know, have an understanding of the situation, and have a good uh, plan of action. But, yeah, and I think uh, 
So a less the assertiveness, drastic, yeah, is what. Yeah, a less drastic example of that might is something is, and I notice this all the time, and I I talk with people and when I'm coaching them around this, it's amazing how often we and I include myself in that leave loose ends in conversations, right? Especially in in business conversations, it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you're the person who says. You know, you're in a conversation and you know there's a next step. And you know this, Jonathan, from sales. Like, yeah. if you don't solidify and make a plan for the next contact, mm-hmm. the chances of it happening go way, way, way down. Oh, absolutely. Right? right. So, if you just had a good conversation, whether it's the first or the 10th or whatever, but you know there's another conversation, it's like, okay, here's the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you next Tuesday at 3 p.m. to see where you're at on this issue. Right. Like that's not a huge life-changing plan, but it's a plan where a lot of people would be like, all right, well, I'll let you think about this and I'll get back to you, you know, next week. Yeah. That's not a plan. That's yeah. a, that's a wish. Exactly. Yeah. It's a hope. Um, but to say, Hey, I'm going to, I did this. I was on a coaching call today, a prospective coaching client and, you know, pitched my thing, made my offer you know, and it just kind of hangs out there, right? You know, because they don't want to commit. They've got to find the money and all this other stuff. So then the next step for me is as a coach, because I got to show leadership in that first call. Sure. Or else why would they hire me? Right. Yep, exactly. So like, okay, so what's the next step from here? Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, I got to think about this. And I was like, I tell you what, let's, uh, and that's what I do. I, then I set a second appointment. Mm-hmm. And the second time I was like, well, let me ask you this. About how much time do you think you're going to need? What are the things you need to think about? And then let's figure out a, a day next week that you that would give you sufficient time to think this through and to come up with your your ne- either your next set of questions, a yes or a no. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And I say, all right, is Friday at 3 p.m. enough time for you? And they're like, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because if you need more time, I'm happy to give you more time. Sure. What I don't want is for you to be running away from me and hiding yeah. at Friday at three. Right. So if you need Tuesday, the following Tuesday, then let's do that. Right. So I give them full autonomy and full power. I show them full respect mm-hmm. for whatever their decision process is. But then once they agree, now they're committed. Right. Right. Um, and we've settled on a plan. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, um, <clears throat> Also, one thing last? real quick is, yeah. um, and this is not a sexist comment at all, but I just want to say that. Um, Wait, hold on. Let me find the sensor <laughs> button. <laughs> I just want to say that, uh, you know, having a confidence and having a plan of action are very, uh, they're attractive, like guys mm-hmm. out there that are listening, males out there that are listening. Um women gravitate to people that have a plan and have confidence. That's just, you know, that's just natural. I think other men do too. I mean, I, I honestly, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. People it's naturally. Form, it's just a form of leadership. Absolutely. That's all it is. Yep. Right. So when you say we're going to get back together on this date at this time mm-hmm. and it's finite and it's clear. Right. People are not used to that. Yep. Especially today. Right. I mean, where everybody's like, they don't want to commit to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I, I watch my, my daughter and you know, she's 22. She's on some of these dating apps and stuff. And like these, a lot of these, her whole generation does not want to commit to a, like a time or they're mm. like, yeah, maybe we can get together and yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. It's, it's maybe tomorrow. It's loose. Yeah, exactly. There's no, everybody's waiting for their better option. Yeah, exactly. And nobody's taking leadership. Right. So if you could take leadership in the next step, man, there's a lot of respect that happens for that. Exactly. And if you can be clear and articulated, <clears throat> yeah, it re I, I promise you it really, really stands out. Right. Oh yeah. There's a lot of, there's a, there's an attractive quality of somebody that knows where they're going and what, what's going to happen. Right. I mean, it's just law of attraction and, there. And what happens is when they agree to that and they're like, yes, there's actually on their end, they actually get a sense of relief. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause the decision's been made. It's not this, it's not one more piece of, um, you know, decision out there that has to be made. Like the decision's made. We're going to make a decision by Friday at 3 PM. Right. Right. They're not worrying about it the whole week. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, I just know I got till Friday at 3 PM as opposed to I've got some nebulous time to make the decision, which is an energy suck. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize how much energy that takes to just, um, <laughs> saw this comment and it just made me laugh. So as <laughs> I saw, I disagree at the top. I didn't read the rest of it. I was like, I disagree with anyone who doesn't think you're both creating great content on the topic of persuasion. It's been fun using your live chat to start the weekend right with some wisdom and a pint. Thanks, Brent. Yeah. Who's, who disagrees? I, I don't know of anyone that disagrees. Nobody disagrees with this show. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> um, all right. That's good stuff, Brent. All right. So what's, what's our last, um, what's Number our last six. point? Number six. I'd like to ask dot, dot, dot. I'd like to ask. I'd like to ask. So I use a similar thing. I say, I'm curious. I That's the one that I use. I'm curious. Yeah. I always use that in, whether it's emails or in conversation. My wife is probably listening to the show mm -hmm. and she knows I use that on her. Yep. Like, I'm curious. Or, you know, I've got this idea, but I think it's probably a little out there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I always set her up. Yep. She's aware of it now. <laughs> right. Um, so she'll probably comment here in a minute if she's not watching some other funnier mm -hmm. TikTok or something right. else, um, <laughs> something more engaging, but yeah, I'd like to ask dot, dot. Um, and here's a couple other variations on it. Can I ask your opinion on, I meant to ask you how, how your visit went, went, how whatever went, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to ask for your forgiveness. Um, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, yeah. that's a totally, that, to me, that's a little bit different, but that's when they put in the article. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I'd like to ask for your permission. Um, that could work in certain situations. Um, you know, in the coaching circle, they always, they always say never, never coach where there's no request for coaching. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people don't know to request. Right. So we say, Hey, would it be okay if I gave you a little coaching around this? Right. So you give them the power to say yes or no. And it, it gives them some authority and it, it creates that mutual respect. Yep. Um, but what you're doing is you're, you're at in all of these forms. You're basically asking permission to continue the conversation, mm -hmm. right? Cause if you, even if you say, I'm curious, it's showing that you're curious, but you're not demanding mm -hmm. an answer, right? Yeah. I'm curious of what you think about this mm -hmm. as opposed to, Hey, tell me what you think about this. Right. Yeah. Which is a different tone, a different, you know, different feeling. So Anytime you can say that, um, I think that's interesting that you've kind of come to the same conclusion that I'm curious is probably a really yeah. 
That's yeah, I Columbo. use that I one a lot. Columbo. I'm curious in sales. Uh, it's and like it's usually one of those Columbo-esque type yeah. situations where you're walking out the door and you're scratching like, your head. I'm curious. Oh, by the way. Yeah, by curious. the way, I'm curious. Yeah, you're scratching your head. Um, you know, here's another one is, can I, um, and this one kind of pertains to it, but asking favors. I mean, people, you'd be amazed that people would do you favors if they're small mm-hmm. favors. Yeah. But you, if you have to ask, you know, and, and it starts with, can I ask you know, can I ask you a small favor? And usually it's, this works in a small favor type situation, but if you need someone to do something for you, um, you know, try to make it small and, you know, people are more inclined to, you know, just, I mean, that's a lot of, that just shows a, a, an amazing sense of high emotional intelligence. If you can simply ask for someone, either ask for their opinion or ask for a small favor, and most people will give it to you, right? Yep. They're not going to turn you down. I mean, almost nine, 9.9 times out of 10, when I ask somebody, can I ask you a real small favor? Usually yeah. it's not something, it's, there's a, an intention behind that, that I'm asking. Yeah. And it's usually small enough that it doesn't take too much of their time, right? And, and they're more than happy to if I ask. But you have to ask. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a problem most people don't do is most people don't ask. Um, and what's funny, if you get really good at that, I remember doing this when I used to do in-home sales, right? Yeah. And this was like, internet was not really around that much. Like right. it's pre-apps for sure, pre-iPhone for sure. Yep. And I was traveling all across Texas. I mean, we we're still using MapQuest. You know, if you were lucky, MapQuest <laughs> would work. But yeah. mostly it was Maps. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember MapQuest, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So, but even if, even today, if I was doing it today and I was doing in-home stuff, I might do something like I fin- kind of finished with my appointment and, you know, whether it went well or well, it didn't. And I, but I know there's an opportunity still there. I might do something like, Hey, Jonathan, you know, I really appreciate your time today. I was wondering if I could ask you one more small favor. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I want to leave with the upper hand and I want to kind of leave with the respect. And I was like, and I want them to feel a little bit of control too in case I need to get right. back in the door and be like, could you give me directions to a good restaurant in town? Mm. That has nothing to do with the actual transaction, but it makes them feel good about whatever went down that day. Yeah. Yeah. And it keeps the door open. And I can't tell you how many times that when I've gone back to that person and they're like, Hey, did you try that restaurant I recommended? I'm like, yep, it was delicious. Thanks for recommending. <laughs> of course, don't say that if you didn't go. But right, exactly. Or I ask them for directions to my next, you know, the sure. next town I'm going to or whatever. Right. Um, but today it'd be more like a some type of recommendation because you know we all have GPS and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's another way you could use it. Cause it, it shows that you respect their opinion about something other than the transaction that was going on. Right. And that's why it works is cause you're sure you're respecting them as a person outside of whatever business transaction you were trying to make. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show this uh, on our, on the YouTube channel or on the website, you'll see a link. Um, <clears throat> this is the guy who wrote the article and he's got a free gift there. Let me put it on the screen real quick, just to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Since we just spent 55 minutes ripping <laughs> off his stuff, um, want to yeah. give him some credit. Might as well. Um, 
And this was an ebook, and it's um, nine secret habits of people with very high emotional intelligence. And he's also got a daily newsletter, which I got the first um, edition of it today because I signed up for this, I think, yesterday. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Like, it's a good, it's a good new, little newsletter. So mm-hmm. uh, if you want that, if you're listening on the podcast, you can go to persuasionbythepint.com, look up this episode around um, six magic phrases. And you, if you're at the end of the episode, it's uh, there's a weird link there. I wish I had an easier link, but that's, that's what he's yeah. got. So, um, so yeah, so good that's stuff. a good place to get yeah. more information. Yeah. It's just our way to give him credit. I mean, we're not, yeah. we're not getting any kickbacks or anything off of that. So we, yeah. we used his, we're just discussing his article. So we might as well give him some, uh, some link juice back to his, uh, you know, exactly. back to his offer. So, 